0: Mafia. We are the are the Mafia. We are the Lavender
1: Mafia. We are the Mafia. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Jess. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jack. <laughs> <And> this is <laughs> Lavender Mafia. <laughs> you had not guess this was a mini set where we cut out the bullshit. That's right. We, we, we can't be wasting our
0: time talking about our accolades. <laughs>
1: where we've been, where we're going. Those will remain sweet, sweet mysteries. <laughs> Why are you starting on a minisode anyway? We we do so much fuckery in minisodes about <laughs> how like we're not going to do that kind of fuckery that we do in the next episodes. <laughs> and I hope y'all enjoy it as much as I do. And when we do do that fuckery, we end up with mini
0: maxisodes. Those, like, 45-minute things that were supposed to be mini Yeah.
1: <laughs> but right now, we literally have 15 minutes. And so... Okay, let's dive in. Let's dive um, in. Context. Uh, so, we're trying to figure out a mini idea. And Jess asked me uh, about, like, what worship music I... Listen to you and i was like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i haven't like listened to worship music it's <laughs> so so long and uh, i was like you
0: can't think of one there wasn't one that just like
1: hit for you and you're like not, that's not been my journey lately <laughs> so we're gonna do something a little different i'm gonna ask jess a question uh because i want to know what advice you have for a queer christian maybe like myself who doesn't know how or why they would incorporate worship music into their spiritual life.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, of course I'm going to have a lot to say about this and the challenge is going to be to not say a lot. Um, I think myself worship is like such a huge part of my life. So to someone um, who doesn't, my first like gut reaction is like, how, um, and just like I'm real
1: busy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the one thing that I will say is like you've often shared like music is still important to you, like in mm-hmm. general, there's a lot of people who will say, like, no, I don't really listen to music, and I just can't comprehend them um at all <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, I would say one of the first questions I would probably have would be like a diving deep question, kind of like, did you when you did listen to worship music? Um, do you feel like worship music is associated with hurt or do you think it just didn't like it didn't hit for you because you weren't into the genre?
1: You, you really went there in an actual mini side. You asked who hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, buckle up, Jess. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, I, I think that's an excellent question. I think for me, it's some of both. Like, I grew up evangelical, and there were, like, you know, the Hillsong or whatever, and a lot of times I went to churches that were big enough, they were like, we should make our own worship music, and they would like, put mm. out their own, like, worship music CDs, and you're only, like, a Christian in good standing if you, like, bought and listened to, like, these particular worship CDs. Sure. And, like, all of that just feels, like, nonsense right now. Um, And I... So part of it's, like... I associate, like, the genre generally with these places. They were spiritually abusive to me. And second, I feel like I just don't feel seen by worship music the way I feel seen by choice. Vaughn, Sam Smith, Lady Gaga.
0: Yeah, I I totally... I can totally feel that. That makes sense. Um, Have you... Taken have you been able to listen to any of the like exclusively queer folks who have um made music? Like like a couple examples would be um like Christian music, maybe like Semler, um, which has more of like a folky bluegrassy vibe, which might not be your thing. Um, but there are some pop jams, uh for sure with Semler. Um like the many would be more on the worshipy end. Mm-hmm. Um and then like my group, uh, my collective, Q Worship Collective. Another one would be like Common Hymnal. They're, they're not exclusively queer, but they're very affirming. Like, have you listened to any of those? And, or Trey Pe- Pearson, there's a
1: buddy of ours. You know, I love a Trey Pearson moment. Yeah. Here's a friend, hot musician, Trey Pearson. Hey, Jesus always makes me cry.
0: Right? How do you listen to Hey, Jesus and not cry? I don't think it's possible.
1: Like, my mom listened to that when she was still, like, not affirming and made her cry. Mm. So, I think it really helped. So, I I love, we love you, Trey. I mean, I think part of what I need to do and have done, like, some of, but because I'm not, like, a professional musician, it hasn't been, like, on the front burner for me. It's just kind of, like, queer, the distinction between worship music and other kinds of music. Yeah because like i i like listen to or like watch the music video for hey jesus or listen to Ray's other music and like i find it a very worshipful experience mm-hmm. although i wouldn't like consider i wouldn't worship. normally have qualified it as like worship music
0: i like the way that you put that like queering the lines because i think that that's an important part of deconstruction and reconstruction like in general is being able to say, like for me, when I say, when I call myself a queer Christian, it's my activism against the way that Christians have been portrayed and the way that they consider mm-hmm. themselves is to put queer before that and also say, fuck you. You don't get to say that I'm not. Um, yeah. So I kind of take a similar approach when it comes to worship. And I feel like that's really true for people like Trey or similar in, um, even think about um, there's a, a song, I should have brought it up in our previous in um in our episode about prayer, but um the plowshare prayer um is done by an artist Spencer Lejoy, um, I believe is their name. Um, it's been really healing to watch trans folks, um and queer folks for me, um engage with worship in just a very different sort of way. Um, that isn't super CCM-y. And, and to be honest, it's kind of funny, but there's some history there, which is that CCM um, started with, you know, a couple of guys who were doing Christian rock music. And mm-hmm. and it was really seen as being like edgy and like inappropriate and like, it, you know, how could you do this? And so they were really, they were, at first, they were really looked down upon in the Christian world. Um, So it's kind of funny to think that it was a, almost a bit of a rebelling against the mainstream (laughs) of what was appropriate in Christian space. And of course now it's like this super popular, you, you know, you should do it. If you're doing everything right, you're also doing worship, right. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I would be, I think, you know, to answer your question. um, I think we kind of answered your question together. I think taking that time to like maybe listen intentionally. And I think maybe you kind of said, um, alluded to something like with with the Hey Jesus by Trey Pearson. It is a song that hits you hard. And like, that's, that's the thing is like, we have to like submit to this, this moment of vulnerability when we listen to stuff like that because it's Mm. like it's gonna hit us and it's going to to like to touch us and we need to be prepared for that. And sometimes we don't wanna put ourselves in that space of vulnerability Mm. and and processing. Like it makes (laughs) sense that you you're like, nah, that's that's a lot. Like music is such a powerful tool. It's why evangelicals have used it so strongly in in like in a manipulative way. And so when we know that our hearts are susceptible to like feeling music, then sometimes we kind of avoid those things. And so to me, it makes Mm -hmm. sense that you've like, you're like, okay, I like Trey. I trust Trey. I want to honor Trey. So I'll listen. Okay, this really hits hard. I'm not going to listen to this every day. I'm going to listen to this when I really want and need it, you know? Mm I think that that can be cool when we do that intentionally. And so I would say that sometimes worship can look like you go into the ho club and dancing to, you know, a a Lady Gaga song that's been stretched into 10 minutes and like (laughs) uh, glorifying God through your, your body and your, your, you know, like energy and your soul. Um, And sometimes it can look like us taking a moment to just like intentionally listen to a song that, Um, we're going to have to feel a lot of feelings through, Mm -hmm. you know? And as we get more comfortable with that and in that space, um, we can then kind of like work on doing that more. But I think that first step is definitely, you've already done it with, hey, Jesus. Now it's about just like being willing to to do it more. Because I think for me, like I want to support the people that are doing this and laying the foundation for the for the work that needs to be done. That mm-hmm. there are very few of us. There are very few of us that are doing doing this sort of work. But you know, in this past, I think it was like last month, Trey Pearson and um, Grace Baldridge, also known as Semler, both uh, had tracks that were on like one of the most popular Christian Spotify playlists mm. for the first time to open out affirming christians like had songs on this playlist which is really really cool
1: yeah that's huge
0: you know but there's so many more people out there that are starting to do this work and um i know for me right now um uh, some of you guys might know i mean i referenced i really don't talk about it much on the podcast but like uh, I say I'm a worship pastor and I pr- kind of leave it at that. Um, but I, sure. I I co-founded an organization called Q Worship Collective. Um, and what's funny about it is it kind of happened um, in similar timeframe as Lavender Mafia. So like they've been growing at like similar rates. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with, and, the, and of course it's co-founded because like I just work better when I have like another partner in crime. Um, <laughs> or a few. <laughs> and we've... Uh, been kind of growing this community for a while and what we realized is just like at the heart of it all what we're trying to do is create spaces of um for reclamation and for healing when it comes to worship and so we've created this this conference slash weekend that we're we're going to be doing that august 26th through the 28th and um so if you're if you're interested go to qworshipcollective.com Um, but one of the things that we're, we're hoping will happen during that weekend is that people will just come and, and experience healing, um, regardless of where they land. And I think that's the biggest part that I keep kind of emphasizing is like, healing might look like walking away from the church. Mm -hmm. Healing might look like having a moment with worship that you needed to heal this moment. And then, and then not doing it again. Um, or it might look like coming back into songwriting, or coming back into wanting to be on a worship team at a church, or or creating something else that's outside of church, some other spiritual community. So, like, I've just been kind of trying to emphasize to people, like, that, and which has been interesting that I've had to say it a lot actually, um, that our goal is not to bring people back to the faith, mm-hmm. um, and I really think that the worship can look like so many different things um and there is so much power in music and dance and arts um and allowing ourselves to to have access to that again in a spiritual space um is it's evident even in your, your question and in your story, you've done so much intellectual work, so much theological work, and the fact that you're like, oh, I haven't really dived into doing that work because that's like, <laughs> and I'm like sitting yeah. here going like, oh, that's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's it's interesting mm-hmm. because it, it kind of gets to the heart of it that, that the reason why there hasn't been a space like this yet, because Jack, like I've looked everywhere. I've not been able to find a progressive Christian space, let alone progressive queer-led spiritual space that is focused on creating healing for worship or reclamation of worship or education around worship. Mm -hmm. In fact, even in the conferences that have existed outside of worship, just like generally for a queer Christian or spiritual community, They've kind of minimized what place uh, worship plays in their spaces. So it's, it's, it's completely not been done and is new from what I've seen, which is really probably a decent amount of pressure and why I'm kind of stressed about it. But <laughs> <laughs> creating the blueprint for something is a lot.
1: Yeah. I feel that like I, like what you're what you're saying is absolutely right it is like a conclusion that i came to like earlier in this mini side in my head that like i've been doing all this theological work mostly because like i don't feel like i can trust a lot of people who are, do, who are trying to do the queer theology work right now mm-hmm. so i feel like i have to do it on my own so like that's where all my energy is gone and i just haven't had like haven't had or haven't given myself the space to let people do that work for me when it comes to like m- worship music
0: mm. hey look you have a partner who has who that's what i specialize <laughs> in someone who you trust
1: I'm sure I sound like a plant to our listeners, but like this journey has been real. Like, I've been skeptical (laughs) of progressive worship, but now I'm like,
0: (laughs) Uh, we were just talking about like, why has this topic never come up before? And I, and, and it briefly hit us that like, like I've mentioned it a couple of times, like, hey, maybe we'll talk about worship. But oftentimes, Jack and I choose things that we will both have a really like a lot to say about Mm -hmm. because there are plenty of topics that Jack could choose that are not things that I would have much to say about. Um, and, like and topics, leeches. Yeah, like leeches, exactly. Um, <laughs> but like deeper theological theories that I'm like, what does that mean? Okay, cool. Um, and like uh, the same is true for me when it comes to this whole other side of me that, that you guys don't often hear about. And so mm-hmm. we just, we haven't made it a priority to talk about, <laughs> which is yeah. hilarious. Um, but this is kind of cool. So you're gonna like get to experience like the updates and the journeys. Now I'm going to want to update people like, like, Hey, where are you at with that Jack? Like, or if you say like, Oh yeah, I listened to this song the other day. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. The next, the next, uh, topic that I really want to talk about and I think it's a, definitely a longer episode is, um, about worship is a uh, guilty pleasure worship songs. Um, if you think you know what I mean by that, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I literally have one of my closest friends., uh, she's an atheist, and she grew up the same way that i grew that I grew up, and a lot of us grew up. and um and she loves singing like oceans and like like other like love songs about her husband, like other worship love songs as love songs to her husband. (laughs) Cute. Yeah. So like, that's also reclaiming of (laughs) worship. Can you imagine like during sexy time with, uh, with August, like
1: throwing on oceans. I have a lot of kinks. That's not one of them yet. Well, um
0: I think we've reached our limit on the Mini so but Jack, thank you for asking such a like genuine question and being open to to like digging in to something that you don't, you're not quite fully confident about yet.
1: That's Yeah, thank you for helping me think through it. Yeah, absolutely. Well I mean, what are what are buddies for? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: All right, well, just, I wanted to, just a quick one, again, also, if uh, if you are curious about um, music or worship, if this is all something that you've, um, you know, like, has gotten your wheels turning also, um, something that you've previously enjoyed but taken space from, or maybe you've done some healing work around it and you'd like to share, I would love to hear it, um, so please find us at Lav Mafia on Instagram, on Twitter, uh on um, on our website, lavmafia.com, um, L-A-V-M-A-F-I-A, at Lav Mafia for all of our socials. And also, if you're looking on Facebook, you can look up the Lavender Mafia podcast and uh, we'll pop up there as well. Um, you can also email us at thelavnermafia at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, I know Jack would also love to hear from you. But I would definitely love to hear your journey or um, some thoughts that you have around worship.
1: Uh, if you like what we do and want us to keep doing it uh feel free to go to patreon.com slash love mafia and show us your support that way thanks
0: absolutely all right gorgeous be fierce keep the faith
1: and don't fuck it up our amazing music is written and produced by evan coles of springwood productions speaking of springwood i just want to thank them for recording mixing and producing our audio without them this podcast wouldn't be happening Springwood is made up of passionate creatives who are really easy to work with and professional and they really know their stuff. So if you need anything like video or audio production or they can really do anything to help your music or business, like they got me Taco Bell one time, for God's sake. So go check them out at springwoodproductions.com.